Happy Sunday, everyone. I hope you had an incredible Christmas with your beautiful families. I hope it was filled with joy and excitement for the new year. Um, here in Michigan, we didn't really have any snow yet. And so for Christmas, the wish that I had was for it to snow and it did. So I was able to you know, see the landscape change and it was beautiful. And I'm so thankful that I was able to, you know, have my Christmas wish come true. Not so excited about the cold weather that it came with, you know, 26 degrees, 12 degrees at night, that kind of thing. Um, but the snow is beautiful and I'm grateful. Uh, it's also sunny today a little bit, so that's really great too. I'm feeling refreshed and um, renewed with the sun, so I'm loving that. I um, was going to release this podcast or at least record it last night, but my energy was just so depleted and so off. I had a very lengthy conversation with a close friend of mine about actually what I'm going to talk to you guys about on the podcast today, and it seriously just drained my energy so much tapping into her. It was great. I loved it. But um, that stuff can be very depleting on your energy. And sometimes it just takes a bit for you to recover and recoup. And that's okay. Um, I wanted to bring to you guys first a couple of, I guess, announcements that I have. Uh, one of them is I played back my first podcast, Embracing the Collapse, and realized that it had me in a box, right? Um, my whole intention with releasing this podcast right now is to just be really authentic and raw with you guys and just to, you know, meet you where you're at and for you to be able to see me where I am um, so that you can relate and understand that like you don't have to be, you know, in this fantastic, wonderful, perfect place in order to become more spiritually aligned with yourself and to get in touch with your soul. Um, so I really wanted to, you know, make this very authentic and raw, but I realized that my previous episode was, it put me in this box because I was living by or moving from society's rules, you know, what society would call a good podcast. And, you know, I was not being myself, so I just wanted to move forward being more authentic, uh, being more raw, and being or delivering my content in a way that, you know, allows you to see who I am. If it resonates with you, if I resonate with you, if my personality resonates with you on this level, then you're meant to hear it, you're meant to be here. This is awesome. You know, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Um, but if not, that's okay too. You know, maybe it doesn't resonate with you, but you still listen to it. That's fine. Uh, maybe you don't resonate with it at all and you trash talk it later. Also fine. Doesn't really matter to me. Um, but just know that if you're here and you're listening and it resonates, I'm so glad. I'm so thankful for your support. And I really truly hope that everything that I deliver is valuable in some way, shape or form, because that is my true intention, you know, is to be valuable, to deliver valuable content to you and to be as authentic as I possibly can. Um, so just moving forward, podcasts probably going to sound a little bit different. I do tend to swear. Um, I am very non-sugar-coated. Uh, I deliver stuff very bluntly. Um, I believe that when you do that, it delivers a shock to your system in a way that forces you to look at whatever that thing is, right? Um, I, I found that if you deliver things in a way that is sweet, soft, and cuddly, then people tend to almost take that as permission to keep doing what they're doing. And so, you know, I don't know where that comes from. Maybe it's somewhere in our ancestry down the line, or maybe it's some, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's encoded in our DNA, you know, is just human nature. I don't know. But for whatever reason, a lot of times that soft, cuddly, you know, sweet voice just doesn't get the message through. And so moving forward, it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to sound a little bit different. And if it resonates with you, cool. If not, that's okay too. Uh, next thing I want to talk about is 
you guys, I'm really just meeting you where I'm at. <laughs> like, I don't have fancy equipment. I don't have, I don't even pay for a, like a subscription to um, record my podcast or anything. I mean, I am meeting you exactly where I'm at because I feel that the content is just so fucking valuable that I just need to get it out without anything, without being prepared at all. I, like, I really genuinely meant it when I said I was not planning on releasing any content until after the new year, around January or February even, because I just feel like I wasn't ready. I don't have anything, any equipment, software, nothing. I am recording this podcast on my phone in my living room, like <laughs> nothing special. Um, and, and I'm not in this really, you know, what society would call great place. Um, I don't have a lot. But what I do have to give, I feel is fucking priceless. Like if I would have learned the things that I'm trying to share with all of you back in my twenties, I would probably be in a whole different place than I am right now. And holy shit, if I would have learned it when I was a kid, like I am actually teaching my children who are 10 and 14 this stuff right now, because I'm hoping to save them all the bullshit that I went through. (laughs) Right. I'm hoping to allow them to have a better understanding of their soul and how the world really works and how energy works. So, you know, this is really just like I am delivering you content where I'm at. I'm not in this, you know, master level place of, you know, my spirit and my soul. I don't know everything. I'm still learning so much every day. But I just feel this content is just so valuable to give you guys. And I just, I don't care that I'm not ready, right? I, I really don't. I don't, I don't care. Like, I just want to get it out to you guys. And, and that's that. So here we are. Um, all right. So moving forward, uh, I, today, I just want to really talk to you guys about God and the devil on a Sunday. Funny. Um, because I feel like there's so much around religion that encompasses this, but doesn't really give us the depth that we need to be able to have an understanding of how these things apply to our lives in the physical world and within ourselves, right? Um, Religion has taught us that God is something outside of ourselves, that we have to do something to be able to have this open relationship with God. You know, that we have, we have to um, become something else. Like we are already not good enough, which is bullshit. Okay. It's bullshit. I'm just going to say that. And that might trigger a lot of people, but oh, well, I, God created you in his image right? Therefore, you are a creator in all your glory. And if God doesn't like you at birth, God, you know, you're not worthy at birth, then God does not feel or God would not feel that way about himself because you are made in his image. That makes no fucking sense at all. So let me first start off by saying you're good enough where you're at. God will meet you wherever you are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have no house, no family, no nothing. He will meet you wherever you're at. It doesn't matter if you're a single mom on your knees at your bedside at night praying to be able to pay your bills on time. God will meet you there. It doesn't matter if you drive a Mercedes and live in a $500,000 house, but are still unhappy. God will meet you there. It doesn't matter if you're living your best life connected with God and you're moving from this beautiful space of love and you have everything you could have ever dreamed of and more. God will still meet you there. You are worthy the moment you take your first breath. And even before that, you are worthy. So stop selling yourself short. Stop thinking that you have to go outside yourself to become something else, to be worthy. That's the devil's bullshit right there. I'm just going to call it out. And if you don't like it, 
fine. But that's the devil's bullshit. There's two things that came to me today. Like, I got this download today. So there's a reason why I didn't release this podcast last night or record it last night. Because I was meant to deliver this information to you today. So there's, this, this is something that I feel is so fucking important, right? I would like write this shit down. Get a fucking pencil and write it down because it's so important. God will ask you to love, right? He will ask you to love yourself. He will ask you to love him. He will ask you to love your family, your neighbors, humanity, the planet, animals, everything you do, breathe, eat, touch, you name it. God's going to ask you to love. The devil is going to ask you to sacrifice love. This is how you tell the difference between the two. The devil's going to ask you to sacrifice your family after 10 years of, you know, because you're drinking for 10 years. You're an alcoholic because you're trying to escape from your problems that God could help you solve. The devil's going to say, hey, treat everyone like shit so you can get your way. Hey, why don't you come over here and get this shiny thing that I'm waving in your face and then you can pay a price for it. The devil loves that. The devil loves to look like God. Do you know that? Do you know that the devil wants to be like God, wants to be loved like God is loved? But do you know that the devil can't be loved as God is loved? Because the devil doesn't give love away. The love, quote unquote, that the devil has is conditional. I'm going to give you this, but then you got to give me this. Right? I'm going to take you to this place, but then you're going to sacrifice this. For example, you have pain in your heart. You're wishing for relief. You can't find it, can't find it, can't find it. You don't even know what you're looking for. Then all of a sudden, one day out of nowhere, somebody offers you some cocaine or maybe it's heroin. Maybe it's meth. Maybe it's meth. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's a shot of whiskey. Offers you something and then you're like, ooh, relief. Ooh, I don't feel that pain. That was easy. That was so easy, right? And then here comes the devil like, oh, guess what? You want that? You still want that? You got to give me everything. You're going to give me everything for that. Everything. You're going to give me your soul. You're going to give me your family. You're going to give me your friends. You're going to give me your spouse. You're going to give me your boyfriend or girlfriend. You're going to give me all your money. You're going to give me your house, your car, your job, everything. And you're still going to feel like shit because that's how the devil works. The devil is false fucking favor. False favor. Because the devil is going to require you to sacrifice love for yourself and for everyone else in order to keep that easy prize. I mean, you could probably attribute the same things to, um, you know, there are women who get caught up in exotic dancing or pornography, right? They think that Money is going to solve their problems. It's going to take them away and they're going to be able to, you know, get away from everything that they felt because society's told them that money fixes everything. 
We know that's the fucking lie. Because here you got these girls, these women, making thousands upon thousands of dollars, but sacrificing their souls, sacrificing their self-love. No, maybe that's not everybody. Some people, maybe they do it because they genuinely enjoy it and that's okay too. But that is not always the case. And that's one example, right? It's never enough. Everything that the devil waves in your face ends up being never enough. And that is the difference. God will ask you to love yourself, to love him, to love everyone else, to fill yourself with so much love that you could not possibly want for anything more. And when I say anything, I mean fucking anything, right? I mean, you should be so filled with so much love with your connection with God, or you could be, let me rephrase that, not should, because it takes time. I'm not even there yet. But you could be so filled with love from God that you could be able to be stripped of everything you own, every family member you have, every friend you've ever known, every piece of clothing, every every material item you've ever known, your boots, your shoes, your socks, your fucking gloves, your underwear, everything. And thrown out into the wilderness with nothing and still feel like you have everything. Because that is how God works. Does God ask you to sacrifice things? Absolutely. But God asks you to sacrifice everything that is not good for you. And now some of you may be like, oh, that's an awful lot. <laughs> how do I know that? Like, you know, how do you know? Like, what, is, what does that even mean? And that, you know, that might be an awful lot. Because I don't even know what's good for me. And most people don't. Because most people don't know their souls. But if you can try to understand for a moment, I'm going to break this down for you in a way that helped me to understand, right? Because I'm not in the religion box. Um, I consider myself to be spiritual, which feels a lot like water, (laughs) right? It's like anything that helps me to move from a space of love and to better understand myself and humanity from a space of love, I'm going to follow, right? Anything that raises my vibration, anything that takes me to my bliss, my joy without hurting or sacrificing, you know, anyone else, that, that's, that is what, you know, we're trying to get to. That's what we want. So I want to break this down to you in a way that like you can really just look at and apply every single day of your life. Okay. So if we have like a chart, for example, and you have God on one side and devil on the other, right? So you made like a T graph. Um, If you look at the side of God, you'll find, you know, your soul, love, heaven, maybe the word unconditional is thrown in there, um, work, then reward, you know, wants light, um, says you can, God will always tell you, you can, right? Um, he will always tell you that you're strong enough. He will always tell you that, you know, the power you hold is within you to seek within yourself and to look to him, which is actually looking to you because yeah, anyways, that's a whole nother mind fuck, but Anyway, then on the side of the devil, you have ego, fear, hell, there's conditions, reward, and then sacrifice, right? Wants to appear godlike, which I was talking about. It wants to, he wants to keep you small and in the dark and says you can't, says you're weak, says you're, you know, overworked, says you're not good enough. You know, um, all of these kinds of things and always will point you to outside things to fix yourself or to bring your solutions. The devil will always point you somewhere else. Always. Right. And the way that this works or the way that I feel like it works is 
Your ego is the devil's playground. Okay? The devil will use your ego to keep you trapped and not connected with your higher self and will keep you feeling unloved and not worthy, right? Your ego is a fucking playground for the devil and he will use it to any single second he can and any single way he can. You can't sit on the fence. The devil owns the fucking fence. So you can just forget about that right now. You can stop playing sides or wondering, ooh, maybe I want to be over here or maybe I want to be over here. No, it's no, it's too late for that. It's too fucking late for that. If you're on the fence still, you're in trouble. You have a lot of work to do. And I'm going to pray so hard for you because this whole transition from third density frequency to fifth density frequency is going to be so fucking difficult for the people who are failing to address the devil and him playing around in your ego. So what is your ego anyways? To me, anything that can be broken down and ultimately end under the label fear, right? Now, that seems kind of crazy because really like most would think that there wouldn't be a lot you could put under the fear category that would lead to your ego. Think again. Here's a good example. A friend of mine over the summer made a comment about a man that she had been dating and was not anymore. And the comment that she made was, I just needed closure. Now, the first thing I said to her is, no, the fuck you didn't. No, the fuck you don't. You don't need any closure at all. That is what I said to her. Something very similar to that anyways. Because closure comes from your ego. How do I know that? If you were full of love and you loved yourself, you would be able to release anything or anyone that does not work in your favor and align you with your highest good. Right? So if your boyfriend breaks up with you, then you're, you know, you are able, if you love yourself, to be like, okay, you know, this isn't working out for us, I understand. Or even if even if it's not something you anticipated, you understand other people and self-love so much that you understand that it's not good for them. Or it may not be for them. Right? And that's okay too. Whereas, if you don't love yourself... You're going to want closure. Why? Because you place your value in something outside of yourself. And so you're going to seek that value. You're going to like, wait a minute, you're leaving. You're taking my value with you. Why are you doing this? Why am I not enough? Without understanding that it has nothing to do with you at all and everything to do with them. So your ego is afraid. It's like, oh shit. Oh, just taking my value with you. Oh, come back, come back, bring it back, bring it back. Because now I feel like nothing. And the devil loves when you sit in that space. Oh my gosh, the devil loves it so freaking much. You want to know why? Because when you're in that space... When you don't have that foundation within yourself, that love for yourself and who you are and what you desire out of life. And I don't mean materials. That's not at all what I mean. But when you don't know those things about you, the devil will whisper shit in your ear all day long. All fucking day, the devil will try to tell you who you are. 
The devil will try to tell you what you're worth, what your value is, what you have to offer. And the devil sure as shit will be like, you can't do it. The devil will surely say, don't nobody love you. The devil will tell you, you can't do it. You don't have this. You don't have that. You don't blah, 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 blah. All day long, the devil will sit there in your fucking head telling you all this bullshit and you'll believe it. You will believe it. And what's even worse, what's even worse is your ego will continue to put you in situations that validate all of the bullshit stories the devil is telling you. For example, let's say this is how it starts. Let's say you're dating your girlfriend. Say you're a male, you're dating your girlfriend. You start all of a sudden having drinks with your buddies every Friday night when you get out of work. No big deal at first, just a couple of drinks, head home, it's fine. Then next thing you know, because you don't feel good with you, the devil is telling you, hey, remember when you were out having drinks with your buddies and how good that felt? Like, let's keep doing that. (laughs) Let's keep doing that because that's really fun. Like, we like not feeling shit. So you keep doing it. Except for now on Friday nights, you're not coming home till 2 o'clock in the morning. Stumbling through the door. Right? Then, so here's the devil, you know, telling you, come have drinks, come do this. It's all fun, cool. And you're thinking, yeah, I'm going to feel better. No big deal. But your girlfriend is getting upset with you. Right? She's upset with you because you're staying out late and you're drinking and you're not coming home and you're doing things that aren't safe. And she cares about you. She loves you. So what do you do? What's the devil tell you? That bitch is trying to control you. She don't even want you to do what you want to do. She's trying to not let you do what you want to do. Oh, and you know this really good feeling we get when we drink? She's trying to take that away from you. Time to let her go. Now, maybe you're fighting about this within yourself because you probably really care about that person a lot. You might even love that person. But here's the thing. The devil will tell you it's not enough. Love's not enough. So you will either self-sabotage, you will keep doing whatever, Drinking, coming home late, you know, maybe you'll start fights and whatever with your girlfriend. You'll keep doing it until she eventually breaks up with you, which at that point, you're the devil and your ego will whisper in your ear. See, told you she was no good for you. She didn't care about you. She didn't love you. But in reality, she did. She begged and pleaded for you, but you were too fucking busy listening To the fucking devil, your ego that's telling you you're not good enough. And that you need something else to be enough. Right? So then you leave. Then you you guys break up. You go your separate ways. But you still care. You still love that person. That love never really went away for you. You just got so caught up with the fucking devil and you got in too fucking deep. Couldn't get yourself out. So you just had to roll with the punches. So now what are you doing? Now you're sitting back like I really love this person. Hey, they're not reaching out to me. It's been a couple weeks. We broke up. They're not, they're not saying anything. So then what's the devil going to say to you? Told you. If they really loved you, they'd be wanting you back by now. The devil will never make you take responsibility for your shit. Ever. The devil will always, your ego will always pin it on someone or something else. Always. Every fucking time. Every time. Because if you had, if you take that same situation where somebody has God, right? 
has this firm, strong foundation relationship with God and loves themselves so fucking much, first of all, they can have one or two drinks and go home and it's fine. Nothing ever comes out of it. They might not even do it more than once because a lot of spiritually aligned people don't really care to drink. Lowers their vibration. Unless they've learned to transmute as they drink, which is fine too. But there's a lot of people that just are spiritual and don't drink. So, first of all, you're not going to get to that point. And even if you did, let's say their, vibra- their, their relationship with God isn't so strong. And let's say they start to get caught up in the, you know, weekly drunken fiasco coming home two o'clock in the morning. The minute you realize that you are doing shit that is not for your highest good. For example, the minute you start having these fights, this disturbance in your relationship, you put that shit in check real quick. Because it does not serve your highest good. You know that going down that path is not going to lead you anywhere. Because you know how the fucking devil works. You know how ego works. You've witnessed, you've sat in the observer's chair within yourself and saw yourself take both paths. The path of God and love and soul and the path of the devil and ego and hell and fear. Not only that, but you've sat on the outside of yourself and witnessed this from other people because you're curious about perception. Because you want to have the ability to have multiple viewpoints so that you can make an educated decision about your life instead of just going wherever you, you know, the flow, rather. Or not really the flow because flow state is very spiritual to me, so I would rather put the term... um not really going over the flow, but, uh, just following the herd, right? Like sheep mentality. You consciously make decisions because you've observed yourself and others so much that you're not going to allow that kind of shit in your life. God's not going to tell you you're not good enough ever fucking ever. God's going to make you work for what you truly want in your life and everything that you are supposed to be it's almost as if God's like you know I just want to I just I just really want to make sure that that you really want this gift and that when I give you this gift it's not wasted because you're ready so God asks you to do the work before delivering the gift he asks you to be patient he asks you to put in the time the energy the effort And to love yourself. Not the devil though. So like my biggest thing, my biggest question to you is who are you letting control your life? Is it you? Like really at at a soul level, are you aligned with What feels good in your life? Does your life feel good? Do the people in your life feel good? Are you moving from a space of love? Or does the devil have control? Your ego. Does your life feel empty? Do you feel like something's missing? Are you unsatisfied with your friends, with your family, with your relationships? Do you feel whole within yourself? Do you feel like you're constantly seeking other stuff? You self-sabotage your relationships? You always feel like you're giving and never receiving? Because that'll tell you who you're feeding. You have to be able to observe your life objectively, 
right? You have to be able to observe your life from this place of, I probably fucked up right there. That was probably a big fucking mistake I made, but I didn't know any better and it's okay. And I'm here now and now I'm going to move forward and keep loving myself anyways. The devil doesn't want you getting closer to yourself. The devil doesn't want you strong. The devil doesn't want you in love because love is the most powerful fucking vibration that you can hold. The devil wants to keep you as far away from love as fucking possible. And I will fucking say that shit till I'm blue in the face. You can't change my mind. You can't. Because keeping you from love keeps you from God, keeps you from your power, keeps you weak, keeps you susceptible, keeps you easily influenced, keeps you with no fucking identity so it can give you one, right? It can give you that hate, that violence, that division, So stop fucking giving your your life away. Start looking at yourself. Look at which one you're feeding. Are you feeding the devil? Or are you feeding God? Are you feeding love? Are you following your soul? When you get these feelings to, you know, maybe you should look for a new job. Or, oh, maybe I should call my friend who I haven't talked to in a while. Or maybe I should ask that guy or girl out on a date. Or, you know, maybe I should watch this movie or read this book. Maybe I should start that class. All those little things in the back of your head that you think about but never really... It's like you never really embrace it because... You're like, eh, that's not for me. I can't do that. All those little things or all those things that you're like, that your soul whispers to you that you ignore. Maybe you're, you know, watching TV and your soul's like, call so-and-so and you're like, eh, I'll do it later, but you never do. That's not loving you. You got to love you. You got to love you. We've been taught to love everything outside of ourselves. You have to fucking love you. You have to. Because if you don't, you're not going to make any decisions that are actually for you, that actually move or, or benefit you, that align you with what your fucking purpose is here. Because you literally deny yourself that love. You block your blessings because you're like, okay, my soul is telling me to call so-and-so, right? And I've really been thinking about maybe I should get a new job. But you avoid both. Unknown to you, you not calling that friend means they don't tell you about this job opening that just came up that they think you would be perfect for. And you just fucking missed out on nailing two birds with one fucking stone because you're so busy. You're not busy. You're distracted. There's a fucking difference. Yep, I said it. Why do you have to work 16 hours? Why do you have to work 80 hours a week? Why do you have to sit in front of the TV and watch bullshit? Mindless bullshit. Why do you always have to be talking? Why do you always have to have somebody in your bed? Do you even give your soul, yourself, time, silence to be able to hear what the fuck you want? Do you even ask yourself what you want? Because if you don't, Bet the devil's going to assign it to you. Bet. 
or your, um, you know, limiting beliefs or whatever is going to just fucking sign it for you. It's just going to pick it for you. For example, if you're not asking yourself in the morning, do I want coffee? Do I want tea? Do I want some orange juice? Do you even ask? You just walk in the kitchen like, I'm going to make coffee. You cannot move through your life and find or discover everything that could bring you joy and happiness and fulfillment if you're continuously blocking your blessings by not listening to your soul and listening to your fucking ego and the devil who's talking shit. If it doesn't address you the way your best friend would address you, it's probably the devil or your ego, both. If it doesn't address you from a place of love, compassion, kindness, it's the fucking devil and your ego. You want to learn how to get more in alignment with your soul. You want to learn how to get to a place where you can feel good and feel like Every breath you take is bring is is making you feel more alive than the last. You want that? Get in alignment with what your soul wants. Cuz that's who you really are at your core. Your soul knows fucking everything you need, everything you want to make you happy. But you you want to think you know but it's not even really you. It's your ego. It's the devil. It's society's beliefs. It's the preconditioned bullshit that they placed on you. Your whole life, literally your whole fucking life, somebody has been telling you who to be, what to do, what to think, how to act. For fuck's sake, when we're kids and we're curious about the sparkly thing on the fucking table, we get our hands smacked and are told no. From day, from the moment we start being curious, a lot of us are told, no, don't do that. So we don't ask ourselves what we want. We stop asking because we're fucking told. What I'm telling you right now is to take back the power that was Stripped from you as a child. Take it fucking back. Take back that love for yourself that would allow you to be curious about the sparkly fucking thing on the table. Take back that curiosity of following your soul and just doing whatever, wherever it takes you. Doing whatever it asks you to do. Because it always moves from a space of love Always. The only thing is, is you have to be able to determine what is what, what's speaking to you. Is it your soul or your ego? You got to be able to figure that out. And if you can break it down to fear, it's your fucking ego and the devil. If you can break it down to love, it's God, it's your soul space, and it's exactly where you're supposed to fucking be. Even if it doesn't make sense, even if it doesn't feel like it's, it's go, it is the right place. If you follow love, you're always in the right fucking, always in the right fucking place. Always. No matter what. So many people are like, oh, well, if I just, you know, just let go and just follow what my intuition or my soul tells me to do and all these things that I, you know, think about. That's reckless. Like I can, you know, what if I quit my job working 12-hour days and then I have no job? Well, maybe your soul doesn't want you to fucking work 12 hours a day. Maybe your soul's sick of that fucking shit. And maybe that's why you're popping pills on the regular to get away from it. Maybe that's why you're drinking all the time. Because you're not doing what your soul wants you to do. You're not being who the fuck you really are. Try it. 
for a week, for a week. Listen to your soul. I'm not telling you to quit your job right now. But start little and follow your soul when it speaks to you for a week and find out how much easier, how much more fluid your life feels. Start asking yourself questions to figure out what you really want. Start little. Wake up in the morning. Do I want, what do I want, what do I want to drink this morning? What do I want for breakfast? When you do that, when you start asking, what do I want to be today? You remove all of the blocks that prevent you from being whatever in the fuck you want. Because you open that door, you, re- you remove those limitations. Whereas if you wake up and are like, I'm having coffee. Well, shit. <laughs> okay, guess it's coffee. You don't even give yourself any other option. Or if you wake up and say, I want to be a doctor because my parents told me I should be a doctor my whole life, so I'm going to be a doctor. Well, well, I guess you're going to be a doctor then. But if that's not really what you want, it's not going to bring you happiness. That's not really what your soul wants. Maybe you think you want to be a doctor and your soul is like, can we, can we start painting again? Cause I really like doing that, but you don't got time for that. Cause you're too busy trying to be a doctor. When you could be painting and your soul would be ignited. Or, you know, maybe, maybe you're with a spouse who you don't even feel like you align with anymore. Who's like, wants to have kids, but your soul is like, remember when you were a kid and you really wanted to climb mountains? Why don't you go do that? But you're so busy trying to be married and with a somebody with somebody because it's what society told you to do to get married and have babies that you're missing out on viewing the world from, you know, 8,000 meters or whatever it is. But you put yourself in a fucking box, block your blessings and then figure like are sitting around trying to figure out why you're not happy. You're not happy. You're seeking everything outside yourself to try to make you happy because you don't know who the fuck you are. You don't know who you are. If you are looking outside of yourself for what can make you happy, your soul will tell you. So I'm encouraging you. Observe your life. Look at where you're moving from and decide something different. Or don't. But I'm going to tell you, you're going to keep living the same repeated cycles with different faces in different places over and fucking over and fucking over and fucking over again until you figure it out. Until you understand that you have to listen to your soul and get in touch with what you really want in order to be happy. And let me tell you something that's really going to, you know, fuck your mind up. If you don't get it right this time, if you don't learn the lesson this time, your soul will be here again. It's very likely it'll be here again for you to try to learn it again. This can be purgatory. Hell isn't somewhere else. It's fucking right here. It's inside of you. Understand that heaven isn't somewhere else. It's right fucking here inside of you. You get to decide. You choose. Follow the map back to your soul. That's what the Bible's about. That's what Jesus is about. That's the map. Follow it back to who you're supposed to be. Why you're here. 
or keep living the same bullshit over and over and over and over again and keep complaining about how you hate your life and how nothing goes your way and you're so unhappy. But you're going to keep doing it and guess what? It's a pity party for one because I'm not coming. And anybody else who has respect for themselves isn't fucking coming. It's hard to look at yourself, but it's not as hard as living in misery and living in hell and purgatory over and over and over every single day of your life. Sure, it's bad, but it's not that bad. So get it together. Wake up. For the love of God, for everyone, for humanity, for you, for your kids. If you can't do it for you, start doing it for your kids. But damn it, do it for you because you deserve it. And do it for you because then you're showing them that they're important. That they matter. That what they love and what their soul's calling them to do matters. You change the world. You want to change the world. This is how. You want to change your world? This is how. Move from love. Move from your soul space and follow. Follow that. And don't sacrifice it or give it away. Whatever. Fucking ever. Because it is the most valuable thing that you possess. Your soul. Your love. You. You are so fucking valuable. So start acting like it and start treating yourself like it. I really hope this was valuable for you guys. I really hope this resonates with you. And I really hope that it wakes a bunch of people up. I really hope that you start moving from your soul space and what brings you joy and what brings you love. And I really hope you start spreading love into the world. Because when you do that, you get it back. And it's beautiful. This journey to your soul is not easy. I will not bullshit you. It's hard as fuck. It sucks. (laughs) Until you work through the bullshit and get on the other side of it and see why you did it. Because there's nothing like it. It's freedom. That's what we all want. Freedom. Freedom to be who we are. So go get it. I'm here for you. I'm, you know, going to keep trying to support you and deliver you all the downloads I get to try to help you through this and make it less traumatic and less painful. But I can only open the door and tell you it's safe to walk through. I can't make you walk in. So I'm really hoping you make that choice. Sending you nothing but love light and abundant blessings for your week. I pray it's beautiful and I love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting my podcast today. And I can't wait to talk to you guys again.